Hello out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network where your hosts have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we cry a couple jokes, we give you our insight of the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host Hollywood and I'm joined by my two co-hosts Adam and Maestro. Hello! Hello! This week, Halloween Horror Fest sadly comes Aww. to an end. We're going out with a bang. 2009's Jennifer's Body. How is that going out with a bang? Oh. It's banging. <laughs> oh, 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 I see where you went there. Uh, I see where you I picked this movie like <laughs> last week's movie to get more female uh, roles. That way, when we All do right. the spoilies, we have more. Uh, you chose this out of your binder full of women. Yeah. <laughs> but not only that, <laughs> it, was, it was streaming on HBO. Right. That helps. If it was streaming, fine. Whatever. Okay. This movie was directed by Karen Kusama. This movie was written by Diablo Cody, the Oscar-winning screenwriter who who wrote Juno. Okay. I fucking hate Juno. I hate Juno with a passion. I don't know if remember if I liked it or not. I remember, I, I like the girl. I like I like her as a as an actress. And also from, she's from Inception. Yeah, she's also very pretty. Mhm. I hate Juno. I hate the dialogue. I I don't like the the dialogue that she writes for these uh, characters in Juno and in Jennifer's Body. Okay. Uh, well, dialogue was awful. Yes. Very. She's a, like, 35-year-old woman trying to write, like, a 16-year-old girl. Okay. I don't know, if you, I don't know if, how successful you can be with that. You can't. But she won an Oscar for writing Juno. Of course. Because it was an important movie. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. This movie stars Megan Fox, Amanda Seyfried... Adam Brody, Chris Pratt. Yeah. You know he was in there. Yeah, J.K. Cool. Simmons. $20 for a picture of Spider-Man. And <laughs> Amy Sedaris. Let me read a brief synopsis. We'll go from there. A newly possessed high school cheerleader turns into a succubus who specializes in killing her male classmates. I ask this every week. Have you ever seen this before? I have. This, really? Yes. Uh, it, it was. Uh, I was younger. I was uh, in the high school area. And... First, I discovering see. Megan Fox after Transformers. This was in 09, though. Right. Oh, was that right? Yeah. When did the Transformers come out? Uh, like 08. Okay. 07. So, so we were in school. our 20s. Okay. I was, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was a young kid. Driven yeah, by we're all young. Testosterone. Mm-hmm. And uh, Megan Fox was like, whoo wee. So, what yeah, hot. yeah. What else you got? What do you got? You got Jennifer's body? Fine. I'm in. I see it. Because <laughs> I just, I just want to see some more of Megan Fox. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't remember. How I felt about it at the time, I'm sure I didn't like it because it was a it was a horror movie of, of sorts. Uh, I did enjoy the uh, seeing Megan Fox in the way that Megan Fox okay. was portrayed. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, as a twenty something, like all right, all right, not mad at that. But I, I forgot about the, anything about the movie. Okay, Mayshore, have you ever seen this movie before? Yeah, I saw it. Um, it was it. It was a movie. All right. Yeah, I, I watched it a couple times. Couple no, times well, yeah, because it was on HBO. Yeah. I had to watch it for this one, remember? All right. Yeah. I saw it opening weekend in 2009. Wow. Mm-hmm. Was that the same reason I was interested in it? Yeah. Okay. I had a crush on Megan Fox, but right. then I w- looking at Megan Fox, her first big thing was Transformers. When I saw her in Transformers, I thought to myself, man, she looks like she would be the lead of like a horror movie. Maybe like oh, yeah. a- <laughs> Okay. Not like necessarily the final girl, the like the hero of the horror movie, but yeah. I could see her being like the Paris Hilton role in House of Wax, like, okay, like the slutty friend, right? Who has like a few funny jokes, right? I thought, wow, she could definitely probably pull off a horror movie. Interesting. So then I saw this, and I'm like, oh, this is the person from Juno. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so even back then you were already into the the directors of who did what, and kind of judging based on that. Well. You don't understand my hatred for Juno, dude. Okay. <laughs> it's well, Michael Sarah's in it. I fucking hate Michael Sarah. He's, like, he's, with a passion. He's a little tough. <laughs> a little tough. Yeah. Uh but there's one there's one scene. It's in the trailer. Again, there's supposed to be 15, 16 year olds, right? And uh Jennifer Garner, who's in the movie, she tells Juno, she says, uh, aren't, aren't your parents worried that uh that you're out late at night and she goes look at me i'm already pregnant what other type of shenanigans can i get myself into and i'm like no 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 one talks like that right shenanigans 
And then Michael Sarah being in it just made me upset. Hey, Adam, what's that one place you like to go to, the one with all the crazy shit on the wall? Uh, shenanigans. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Super Troopers. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> so, let's talk about the movie. So, your yeah. thoughts on the movie, Jennifer's Body. Uh, it's it, it didn't make a whole lot of sense. I don't understand. This girl, so Megan Fox becomes a succubus because of this. Because she, we assume she got raped, but it turns out she got uh, killed. She was killed. Sacrificed. Yes. Sacrificed to Satan. To Satan. So that these guys could become rich? So they could become famous. Okay. Because they're an indie band. Okay, so um, I used to be really into like indie bands. Okay. Around this, so around this time, 2009, I'm 25. I'm listening to like indie rock music, like the Shins. Well, they were really indie at the time, but like the Shins and like bands like that, right? Okay. And he brings up a good point. He goes, We all sound the same. We all sound the same. We're all cute. We all look the same. We all have the same sound. We got to, we got to stand out somehow. And Megan Fox actually had a good joke where she said, Can't you just hire like a publicist or something and (laughs) get a few shirts out there? Yeah. I think she had pretty good comedic timing in this. I'm not saying she's okay, you know, a comedian, right? But she had some pretty it's fine, fine timing in here. Would you consider her the lead? No, it's Amanda Seyfried, yeah. right? Yeah, Amanda Seyfried. Was she the uh, she's, badass? No, she's she's in Mean Girls. She's the the, okay. the the third Mean Girl. But there was a movie where there's like this blonde chick is having like dreams, no, and killing people, no, no. I don't know what we were talking about. Okay. That, she wasn't in it. Okay. That was another blonde chick. Right. Just same feel alike. <laughs> uh, yeah, so so she the the band bothered me. I, the, the 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 way the guy was singing, he was he was singing with too much passion. It didn't, it didn't match his voice. Like, uh-huh. The guy was just singing, he's like, ah, getting like like I'm trying to eat the microphone as like oh I'm pouring out my soul, but the voice didn't match. Like this is obviously dubbed. It was that was a little upsetting. Uh, but we find out, I guess, that they, they came to the town to pick up a virgin because uh, they, they usually play in the city. They're a city band. Oh, they look like city people because they have uh-huh. mascara. Uh, I wonder what city this is. Is, is. is this Devil's Kettle? Devil's. <laughs> is the name of this, this city? Yeah, because it's named after the uh, that whirlpool. Okay. Whatever comes in, they don't know where it comes out. Right. Yeah, science. Uh, Yay. So I, I guess they, they take her away. I didn't like the fact that her friend just let her like, all right, get in the van, fine. Uh, Say, Jennifer, come back. Yeah, like, no, I'm just going to go real quick. Oh, no, you're leaving. Oh, no. It was obviously. Oh, no, you're on the highway. Oh, no, you're in the mountains. It was set up as a rape scene. It was set (laughs) up like they are all going to rape her. Uh Uh-huh. And she was just kind of like, okay. She didn't fight at all. Uh, That that upset me. It's like, that's, that's a bad friend. Mm-hmm. Um, you can't be that naive. Even growing up in a podunk town of some kind, <laughs> you got you got to know that that's where it's headed. Uh-huh. And then she comes back home and she's all bloody. My first, I was like, "Oh fuck, they did rape you." And like how 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 does it, a whole body go like that? Yeah, if you're fighting, they they beat her up. If you're gonna rape somebody and they're gonna fight back, you're gonna you're gonna beat them up. So the, so she comes back in a way that looks like. Yeah, they definitely had away with her, and that sucks. But even at that point, she's kind of like. Are you okay? What's going on? I don't. I don't understand things. Mm-hmm. She, she, she was. She was too naive of a person. Uh, while Megan Fox was too not naive. I don't know what the word is for that. Uh, not mature, but like she. She seems to know the world better. She was more street smart than yeah. than the, uh, the the blonde chick was. Mm-hmm. So now she comes back as uh, she's throwing up stuff, and even even then well, she's, not, she's eating regular food, right? But but the throwing up stuff that's not that's not like a like uh, we should talk about this. It, it kind of everything that happens that's weird and crazy uh-huh. gets like swept under the rug. Like it's fine, no big deal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like the first part where she eats like weird food, throws it up, and screams. Yeah, like okay, this isn't something we should talk about. And, and then she's all acting weird, like oh nothing ever happened, everything's fine. Like what? Huh. <laughs> I don't I don't I don't I don't get it uh-huh. because. If if she was come to the house looking like that the next day at school looks normal everything's fine acting normal that should be a we need to talk mm-hmm. Some, you went through a trauma let's figure this out mm-hmm. but it's just kind of like everything gets pushed aside like we got we, we can't talk about this right now because we got to move the story along is is basically the the the, the mantra of of the, of the characters in this 
and she's just uh, nobody in this movie is acting like a normal person would act because it's written by Diablo Cody okay not even the animals this is what I'm trying to tell you I don't there's there's a whole not a whole lot to say besides this is stupid Mm -hmm. Uh, Megan Fox is hot as hell uh-huh. Uh which I appreciate. Uh but she she lures kids in from her high school uh, with the guise of sex and then eats them basically. Uh and now the the news media coverage is coming to the town, they're covering it because there was a giant fire, now these kids are dying. Let me ask you something. Did the band start the fire on purpose or was that just coincidence that the that the bar burned down? It doesn't make sense that they did. Because it? they they became famous with that song, and then when the bar burned down, they said, "We're going to donate like three percent of our of our sales to the victims of the fire." Three percent is nothing. Did, That's did they, especially for an indie band, right? <laughs> I don't, I don't think so. It looked, it was electrical fire. It looked like electrical fire. Uh-huh. It came from one of the outlets. Because the way Adam Brody was looking as he was playing the guitar, he he saw that shit was on fire, and he was just like, "Meh." Keep playing. That's one thing. Keep Nobody playing. was reacting appropriately to fire. <laughs> mm-hmm. the, the the main chick was like, "Hey, there's a fire happening. It's going up there, across there." And I thought I, I was expecting it to be like she's hallucinating mm-hmm. that none of this is actually happening. And then a, a big fireball falls on somebody's table, and then they all start trampling each other. I don't understand. How so many people died in that bar. Mm-hmm. It, it shouldn't have. It shouldn't have been like that. A, a fire cannot spread that fast and cause that much panic in a room of thirty people. They're trampling over each other. Is uh-huh. there one exit? They have to escape through the bathroom. So how how long was everyone standing there looking at the fire before they started <laughs> reacting? She's like, huh? That's is that part of the show? I don't know. Hmm. I know I've been coming here my entire life, <laughs> and I'm familiar with this bar. But now I'm going to start freaking out and killing people. And then they escape, and the they just she gets right in the van, and now she goes off to being turning into the succubus. Mm-hmm. How is it like she's turning into a succubus? I mean, like she just starts off and she just smiles like she knows what she's doing, and then she doesn't know what she's doing, and then she knows what she's doing. It's weird. It's like you don't really know what she's uh, thinking through the whole movie, right? So is she well, a demon when, or is what, she her? She's a demon. So but she's not her at all. With her, with Megan Fox's memories, though. Yes. That's what I'm trying to say. I'm like, has, so what are the rules for this demon? <laughs> is this, is this is this like a type of possession? Okay, my guess is oh, yeah. My guess is when remember she's weak, right? When she's not full, when right. she's when she's hungry, she's the at her weakest. That's when she showed up to class like with no makeup and like sweatpants, right? Looking ugly, looking ugly for Megan Fox. For, <laughs> for Megan I, I, Fox, I like that they put that in there. Uh huh. She's like, oh, and she comes and she's all ugly. I mean, as ugly as she can be. Yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> good. Thank you for specifying. <laughs> So um, I think when she's like weak, when she eats, when she's when she eats the the soul of a man or whatnot, that's when she's full strength and she's like, oh look what I could do! I could float! I could I could jump off this building! I could do this! Yeah. But once she's weak, then she's kind of human esque. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the rules of of this demon. Yeah, because apparently, and another thing that uh, they said that they dismembered her, or no, bodies were dismembered, but then you look at the body, they were not dismembered. Like mm-hmm. the, the first jock that dies, they're like, oh, they, they, he got torn limb from limb, but no, we saw she, the body laying there. Yeah. It, was, it was just the insides. The yeah. stomach was ripped open. Mm-hmm. So there's no consistency uh, in the, about anything in the entire movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, the rules of this demon person... Um, <laughs> The, person. the memory she has, uh-huh. the relationship between the the, gr- the girl and her boyfriend, the blonde chick, uh, Seyfried, uh, that that seemed like a weird thing too. That they were intimate, but they weren't intimate. Uh, they broke up instantly, like oh, all of a sudden. It wasn't really a breakup, but he kept saying like, "Oh, you're breaking up with me." He's like, "No, you just can't come to the dance." Oh, so we're broken up? No, you just can't come to the dance. All right, I guess we're not together anymore. That's not- well, it's high school, dude. You know how you know how kids are in high school. When it comes to like dating, um, I also didn't buy the high school thing. <laughs> Megan Fox too old to be in high school. Uh, yeah, uh, say free, more believable, but still not. Do you know how old Meg? T- take a guess how old Megan Fox was when she made this movie. Uh, twenty four. I was say twenty three. Let's see. She was born in nineteen eighty six, so she was twenty three. Ah. 
Nailed it. Look at you with the numbers every time. High school, 23-year-old. Okay. I think also was the the level of hotness is is what took me out of the year in high school. I, I remember being in high school and thinking chicks were hot, but they were never like that. They were not Megan Fox they hot. N- there was never Megan Fox hot. <laughs> what, what do you think, Maestro? You were in my I'm trying to remember. It's been so long. <laughs> I, I I can tell you who the hottest chick was in our high school, and it was not it was not that hot. And I actually I had some conversations with her. I helped her with uh, some math. That was kind of a good feeling for me back in those times. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, there's, it was it was a whole different level of. Well, yeah, back when they were like the whole thing about puberty and like everything that a person would have to experience through the changes of being a child versus being adult. I mean, everything was augmented, you know. So, like looking at that then versus looking at it now is a completely different like viewpoint. Although, although speaking of the, the whole high school angle of it, is it? What does it what does it mean about us watching Megan Fox in high school and being like I need I need a piece of that? Well, she's twenty three, <laughs> so she's next to that, that's, but, she's but she's playing. She's supposed to be seventeen, yeah, she's, sixteen. She's a seven, sixteen, seventeen year old, and we're over here like, oh yeah. Can you? Is have that you ever, have you ever seen anyone? <laughs> what does that make us? Is that is that, is that a weird thing for us? <laughs> well, should should I feel weird that I'm that attracted to a high schooler? Well, not, that's the thing. You're not attracted to a high schooler. You're attracted to a 23 year old that's pre- pretending to be a high schooler. That's like Halloween. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, in my mind, I'm justified. I'm fine. Okay. But it, <laughs> but it, it did occur to me just now, like, wait, this is high school we're talking about, and I'm just like, the betrayal is high school, right? Yeah. But they're not in high school. If you were to look at actual high school student portraying as a high school student, mm-hmm. would you feel the same way? I don't know. Exactly. Gonna, uh, no. The no. answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I was going to go with the no and like, okay. like exactly. Wait, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm just. Uh... All right. Let's move on. <laughs> it's almost, uh-huh. The scenes where she seduces the guys, though. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Yeah. Like the, the word she uses, how she says it, her outfits. You're like, good God. But, but to be real, though, it doesn't matter. If if I was the guy in that situation, it didn't matter what she said, uh-huh. how she said anything. The fact that she was coming up, getting that close, she could have said anything. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> you want to go to that dark corner over there where nobody can see you and or hear me scream? That's, that's fine. <laughs> I like the emo kid, the goth, the goth kid. Yeah. Oh, she, the one where she just literally just like tears into him. That one. Yeah. Well. She, the, Dude, this was hot. So she lures him into the this like abandoned, abandoned house. house and it has all these candles and he's like, uh, is this your home, uh, Jennifer? And she goes, No, this is where we play mommy and daddy. Yeah. And she like takes her yeah. jacket off. I was like, Holy shit. Right. Yeah, he's like, This isn't where you live, is it? Like, no, this is where we live. And we get to play mommy and daddy. Yeah. I was like, Whoa. Jesus Christ. When, when that first got set up, like, hey, I'll I'll text you my address. First of all, how do you get his number? But it's fine, who cares? Uh-huh. Uh, they, they, they get they get there and we see the it's like an abandoned neighborhood. Uh-huh. My thought was it looked like Amsterdam, right? My thought was <laughs> she's been succubizing everybody in that neighborhood oh. and killed everybody already, mm-hmm. so everybody's dead. Uh, that's how she's been surviving through the past whatevers. Uh, but then it's like nah, I don't know. I guess this is a construction site of some kind, which you shouldn't be allowed to get into very easily. Uh, there should be roadblocks. <laughs> He gets in. Okay. You know what really pissed me off about this movie? The setup at the end where uh, Needy, that's her name. I'll just call her that, Needy. Where Needy's like, oh, my God, she's going to go to the dance and kill all the boys. It'll be like a buffet. It'll be like a blood fest. So I'm so I'm thinking, oh, shit, are they going to do the Carrie scene yeah. where she's going to fucking rip through everyone? No, it winds up in a pool. Weird, right? It's kind of the second time that she falls into a pool when she's finished killing somebody, right? Uh, she washed off in a lake after she killed the first foreign guy. exchange student. Oh, the foreign exchange student? Oh no, you're right. It was the, 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 the jock. jock. Yeah, because in the flashback, she kills the foreign exchange student. I, I that Indian that. guy. Yeah, I thought I got the extended cut. Even I must have missed that <laughs> scene. No, it's in the movie. Like the, yeah. they flash back to after she gets stabbed by the by the band. She's like oh. wandering the forest and she sees the foreign exchange. Is guy. anybody going to miss you? Yeah. I thought that was a homeless person. She's like, oh. that was a foreign She's guy? like, do your parents know you're here? And he's like, yeah. no. Does anybody know you're here? 
Yeah. No, let's go have sex then. Ah, no, you killed me. <laughs> so she comes in as, at, th- at this point, she's the demon, and she knows she needs to feed. Uh, well, I think she figures it out by eating the uh, the foreign exchange student in the flashback. Right. So then when she eats the chicken, which is normal food, she throws it up because she knows she can't eat it. Right. So that's when she's like, oh, I guess I got to eat. Well, if she's a demon, so here's the thing. What the fuck? So I don't think she's possessed because if she's possessed, the demon would know not to eat human food, right? Maybe this is a baby demon like we did in Unborn. Oh, the Unborn, the last Just trying to figure out, how do I demon? I don't know. I can't even demon today. Well, how come this demon got into her immediately? Why didn't it wait 60 years like the last one? I don't know. (laughs) Because this demon wasn't bound by the stupid twin law. That I need, I need a twin in order to come out. This demon just needed like uh, a wannabe Fallout Boy band right. to summon it. Here's the thing that, 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 that <laughs> I don't get and is, is stupid about this part. Uh-huh. The so the, the little seance, whatever the, the band was trying to do, a ri- uh-huh. the ritual from a paper they got from Google. Yeah, like a, a Google ritual. Yeah, that's the next app coming out. Uh, it's they sacrifice a virgin, and they'll become rich or wealthier. Successful, whatever. Famous, yeah. Uh, but the like the the fine print is if it's not a virgin, the virgin gets punished or the non-virgin gets punished, not the people that were performing the ritual that did it wrong. Uh-huh. Shouldn't they be the ones to suffer the consequences? <laughs> they should, yeah. Yeah, you, you fucked up the ritual. You didn't give me what I wanted. Uh-huh. Fuck you. That That's the Satan I know. <laughs> the Satan I know is like, oh, you guys tried. Mm, I'm going to torture this innocent now instead. How's that work? Actually, the Satan I know will make them famous, and then he'll he'll you now that they're famous, they're really going to suffer. Like yes, a cross, like a crossroads demon. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the, the whole lottery thing. You, you, oh, you won the lottery. You think you got it good? I'm taking all your friends and family away from you. Yep. Yeah. So basically, you get something, but at a price. Yeah. Always. Well, they, well, they get their comeuppance in the uh, pre-credit sequence. <laughs> yeah, buddy. But. The question is: there's, there's no Is it is it the is it the blonde girl or the brunette girl that kills him? It's the blonde, which looks like a brunette. For in, in the final scene where she goes and kills everybody, she's mm-hmm. a brunette, right? In the, like the no, she's blonde. She's it's like a straight. security camera footage. Mm-hmm. It looked like she was a brunette. Maybe she changed her hairstyle. Well, she's half demon right. at the end. Half. This yeah. is all, okay. This, this is yeah. another stupid, stupid thing. This is being told as a point of view flashback. flashback story of a girl that's in prison. Yes, who's needy? Who's needy? She's in prison. Yeah, uh, that's her name. That's her nickname. That's yeah. That's a, one of those on the nose names of things. Yeah, uh, like, uh, like okay, like that. <laughs> uh, or name's Anita. I don't know if they. Oh, is it Anita? So oh, needy. Oh, okay. That makes more sense. <laughs> Fine, who cares? But this is all a flashback story of uh-huh. her in prison. And then at the end of it, she breaks out of prison. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By floating. Oh, I think I know where you're going with this. If she can if she has these powers, right. why is she sitting there telling you a story when she should be out of prison immediately? Did she just realize it once the story was <laughs> over? Like, oh wait, I have oh, wait, powers. I do have power. Look at that. This this uh bite mark isn't healing. Uh and as she touches it, woo, her whole body glows, like, hey, I have powers, I can float. Uh-huh. Why was she in prison in the first place? Because she murdered uh, Jennifer. Yeah, no, but why is she telling us a story from prison? Oh, I don't know. Gets arrested, fine. Or the cops come to arrest her and like, oh, fuck you! I have powers now. Well, maybe it's the same reason why uh, they say that she needs to feed first or something like that. And that, remember when she beat up the nurse at the beginning and blood came out? I don't know. Well, she didn't feed. Well, she's not a demon. She just has demon powers. She's a demon walker. Yeah. All of the uh, strengths. None, <laughs> None of the weaknesses. Of the weaknesses. <laughs> <laughs> You Wesley sniped me, didn't you? I did. I did. Snap. <laughs> but that's your whole thing about movies. If you have the ability to do it, why, why aren't you doing it the why, whole time? Why are you not doing it? Yes, exactly. And also the same thing with uh, with, with Jennifer. She's got the power. She can float. She can do all these things. We don't see it until the final scene that she has all these powers. Mm-hmm. She, I mean, we know that she can shapeshift and I guess control animals. What the fuck Would, was that about right? too? Yeah, it's like all randomly. They Maybe. Show up, it's like... They're going to do it. Well, I think maybe <laughs> animal because animals can sense like evil, evil or like ghosts or whatnot. Okay, well, that, maybe they know that she's evil, so they're like, Ooh. well, well, think of it this way: if they were thought it was evil, why would they go towards it? Yeah, I don't know. 
Let's let's see what happens here. I'm not it's, Diablo Cody. I didn't write this fucking no, movie. Right. It's almost like they did the Cool World thing. There's what? Man the cool is in the bedroom, and they're all like watching. <laughs> because all right, if if they were all there to see the evil, uh, there's a fox, there's a rabbit, there's squirrels, mm-hmm. um, lions, tigers, bears. Oh my! If I was a fox, like I got to see what this is, but there's also so much food around here. I'm gonna kill that rabbit, <laughs> kill that squirrel. What does the fox? And I have say? a snack while I'm watching. But they're all, they're all just kind of like, what's happening? Oh, they're waiting for what? This ah, and kills the kills the dude. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. When you saw Chris Pratt in the movie, were you like, hey, yes, I was excited. And like, then, oh, this is gonna be good, uh, like lighthearted uh, comic relief. And then gone. three minutes later, he's gone. Gone. He's mentioned again later. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Weird, right? It, it is nice to see him. It is nice to see him. Fat Chris Pratt. Yeah. Uh, Peter, Peter Peter Pratt. Peter Pratt. <laughs> that was uh, Chris Hardwick's uh, alter ego when he was fat. He called himself Peter Hardwick. Oh. When he was in House of a Thousand Corpses. And uh, Terminator, Terminator 3. Yeah. Not th- was it 3? Mm-hmm. With the... Oh, yeah, yeah. The, yes. the, the liquid... The, Denise Richards? The, no, the... Um, <laughs> what is it? The uh, the woman T-1000. Right. The T-1 million. What the fuck was she? TX. She was the TX. TX. Okay. Yeah. Because uh, Arnold was T-100, right? He's a T-800. T-800. Oh, right. And then it was T-1000. And then the T-1 million was the ride. If you ever went to Universal Studios, oh, no. they had the the Terminator live show where like there was a woman dressed like Sarah Connor. Okay. who's was like, I need your help. And then she runs through this doorway, which is supposed to represent the time machine. And now you're in the future. And the T-1 million is like this liquid metal monster with like, oh, okay. 100 arms. Wow. Yeah. So if you have a T-1000... Why aren't you sending it? Why are you sending a T eight hundred back first? If you had this the whole time, probably because it's easier to program. Because <laughs> it takes longer to power the time machine <laughs> uh, to send that thing back, but it also has to follow the timeline principles, so you can't intersect your own timeline. <laughs> did, um, did you watch the newest Terminator, the Genesis, Genesis with, yeah, uh, with Daenerys Targaryen? Dar- Daenerys Targaryen. Yes. Oh my! I like her so much better as brunette than a blonde. Yeah, physically speaking. Hmm. Plus, she was actually like white-haired in uh, the true, yeah. right? Uh, also, had my buddy uh, Matt Smith in that one. He yes, was, he was a computer. He was, yeah, he was Skynet. He was Skynet. Yeah, uh-huh. that cool. was a nice little uh, little. How do you do? <laughs> I did enjoy the movie. I also I, I love movies when they make old people young, like uh, in uh, Tron Legacy, where they they really. Dialed back the dude, made him look like a young young person. They did that also in the Ant Man, the Wasp. In the Ant Man, yeah. absolutely. Michael Douglas young mm-hmm. him up. Like yeah. that's amazing. It looked me. really good. And but, they did it with Iron Man in um one of the Iron Man movies, Iron Man th- Three, the Mandalorian. Civil, uh, oh yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. It was like yeah. a flashback. Oh, he's, he's a kid uh, in yeah. high school. Yeah. Like, that's amazing to me. I love that stuff. Yeah, they did the Pirates of the Caribbean too. The fight number five. Oh, did they? Yeah, yeah the newest one. Johnny Depp was the young okay. uh, Jack Sparrow. Wow, yeah. I love that stuff's great. I love that stuff. Let me ask you this. Yeah. So in Rogue One, they brought back Grand Moff Tarkin. Right. Now, he did look a little video game, a little ish. too cartoony ish. Yeah. If they can make the technology better, can you just, like, After, what's to stop you from just bringing, like, Marlon Brando we, we in a movie? Actors are gone. We don't need actors. It was uh, uh, Sydney, uh, Simone. That Pacino Al, Al, <laughs> movie? Pacino, yeah. Simone? Yes. <laughs> That, that that is the future. That is the future. We're going the we're going the Simone route, where they're just going to be like, all right, we love Tom Cruise. I, I, I granted he hasn't aged in thirty years. <laughs> we don't need to do this to him yet. But eventually, we're going to take his likeness and we're going to make him immortal. So we're going to actors that are like top of their game. Uh huh. Screen capture them basically. Do a three D printing of them. That is now. We don't need the real Tom Cruise now. We got this guy. We don't. We don't, we don't need. Uh, was it Scarlett Johansson, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, and Simone? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, all right. We don't need we don't need the real Gwyneth Paltrow anymore. We have this representation. That that's where we're, that's where we're headed. We're headed that way. I don't know how I feel about it. I do like the idea of Bruce Willis never stopping to make movies, <laughs> <laughs> and then even making him younger again, putting some hair on that head again. Well, I think what they did was. Uh... <laughs> Well, they did, they did they did for Grandma talking. They did have a voice actor replace him, right? Yeah, yeah. So there has to be someone that sounds like him at least. 
Even in uh, Fast uh, 35, oh. whatever the last one was. Yeah, it was, it was a bro- his brother. His brother was body double, but they did put his face. It, that one looked cheesy as shit, though. Yeah. It looked real bad. I liked what they did, and I did get very emotional at the last scene. <laughs> uh, but we're, we're there. We don't, we don't need actors so much anymore. Don't say that. But what I'm saying is, oh, well, yeah, what's, what's to what's stop the, you from right, sorry. bringing back like a dead actor? Like, what's to stop you from bringing like Sinatra back to in a movie role, or mm. like um, like Charlton Heston? Well, he's still alive, but you know, like right. someone like that yeah. from probably, that era. Probably a 3D uh, James motion. Dean. Yeah, what's to stop you from just bringing them back? Probably a 3D motion capture. Yeah, well, technology is in a way that. In fact, some some of the people make sculptures of of uh, busts, of, yeah, busts of, of of people from back in the day, and yeah. all they need is two pictures, like a, a profile and a mm-hmm. side. Yeah, but it's never correct completely. I mean, it, it's pretty good. Yeah, not, it's not. It's not. It's not as humanesque as it should be. Yeah, but I mean, twenty years from now, someone's gonna be like, "That's not what James Dean looked like. <laughs> that wasn't the James Dean I remember." Nobody knows who the fuck James Dean is. Mm-hmm. But at the time, he was he was a, he was there, a. Yeah, but think of it this way. There's probably going to be a law eventually that, that do that. I mean, they probably already have a law that's not completely set up for it yet, but will be. In fact, it's going to be the Simone thing. We'll, we'll take we'll take Tom Cruise's nose, or not the nose. We'll take uh, maybe his eyes, mm-hmm. uh, and then we'll take a nose from somebody else and put them together, and this, this is now the next super uh, actor. I think well, they well you would take his, uh, his running his run, ability, right? right? right. Mm. Yes. There's this one uh, <laughs> thing that they have, I think, in Japan where they have an anime character that is also a music musician. Nicki Minaj. No. Oh. <laughs> Nicki Minaj is real. Oh, what? Real person. I don't believe it. Not all of her, probably. Okay. But, anyways, um, <laughs> but it's, I think her name is Miku or something like that. Okay. And she basically is a, a 3D generated anime character that sings as a musician and she has concerts. Oh. Where she performs live. She, well, she performs. I don't know if you guess. Well, if you take Life, a look, live's a loose term in this. Well, concept. you you honestly have to take a look at it. I mean, okay. she literally looks like she's right there. All right, better better than Tupac. Just look. Okay. Anyways, back to the movie. We're we're forgetting. Um, J.K. Simmons is in this movie. That's right. Where? What? What? What, what was the the hook hand? What, what I th- was that? Uh, I thought that'd come into play later at some point. I yeah. I, I, th- I thought it would because the way I thought the movie was going to go, I we found out later that she got possessed because of the the band, the band. Uh, but there was also I felt like they were alluding to like she's been this way her entire life, and maybe that released it. Mm. And I thought we were going to find out maybe she did something as a child that took out J.K. Simmons's hand. Ah, <laughs> that there was going to be a whole like That'd thing. Be good. Like, that this, this this has been Smoking there the entire gun. time, and and uh, uh, Seyfried didn't realize it until now. He didn't put it together until now. Because uh, even she's saying, like, you've always been a bitch to me. Like, yeah, well, it turns out she's always been a bitch. She's always been a succubus. Uh, <laughs> but that's not – that would have been a more creative way, I think, to go. A more way to make sense of things. Did you guys watch Whiplash? What's Whiplash? The drum movie Drummer? No. where he's the drum instructor. No. He's great in that. Yeah. He's, a fucking, this one? he's a fucking asshole. J.K. Simmons? Oh, J.K. Simmons. Yeah, that's the job the, he plays mostly as an he's, asshole. Yeah, he's a good asshole. <laughs> but you haven't, seen, but you, but you haven't seen Whiplash? No. Oh, dude, you got to watch Whiplash. That seemed like a movie that I had to watch. That movie's badass. Yeah, yeah, because that was like Oscar nominated. He won an Oscar for that. Okay, Gen- generally Oscar actor. nominations are like you don't need to watch them. These, these are these are movies that people decide are important. That doesn't mean they're good. <laughs> like Juno, like her winning for Juno. It was right. an important movie. What the was that? Shape of Water. I saw. What uh-huh. the fuck was that? Oh yeah, I, I liked it. You did because it was. It reminded me of the creature from the Black Lagoon, like the. He made the movie because he liked that f- movie when he was a kid. Okay. It also reminded me of Abe Sapien from Hellboy. Yeah. Okay. Who, who I thought was Niles. That is Niles. It is Niles. That's the voice of Niles. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well done. <laughs> well done. Think? Oh, wait. I thought Niles was League of Shorty Gentlemen. That's what that was the confusion oh, came from. Yeah. Okay. No. Different guy. Yeah. So this movie sucked. There's not a whole lot to talk about. Uh it was basically oh, the, 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 the scene in the pool towards the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is on campus. No, no, it's not. It's like a like a broken down YMCA. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, that's better. Mm-hmm. I, th- I thought it was like, why is that pool on campus? It's all abandoned and, and viney, full of seaweed and shit. <laughs> <laughs> I 
And where was my blood fest scene in the in the gym? Wherever the fuck that dance was. That yeah. would have been an epic scene. Her in full demon mode just ripping through guys. Yeah. The fuck? Nothing. Should I have picked a better horror movie for you, Adam? Uh, no. I mean, it's it feels it feels right. It, feels, it happened. It, feel, it feels like it was a movie. What was I? What, what was I supposed to expect in, in October to watch? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you should have like run with something that like you really enjoyed. You know, for the end, for like the we d- we did get a suggestion from Seesaw. He wanted us to do Get Out. Oh. It's too good. It, it, yeah, I it, w- it would have been interesting to do. I think. Uh, but oh, speaking of which, it has a uh, the guy, damn it, Bradley Whitford. Yes, mm-hmm. he's the dad, right? I would have uh, voted for Obama a third term. Right. <laughs> there was a great uh, Bruce Willis joke about Get Out uh, in the in the roast, like uh, Get Out is a movie that shows you that black people are just really bad house gifts. I like when Lil Rel went up there and he was talking about like he's like I mean Br- Bruce you don't even know me man like you yeah. couldn't bring up Argyle the the limo driver right. like I'm sure he needs a job right <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know his real name is Argyle <laughs> yeah. oh that's fun mm-hmm. what else sucked about this movie that's pretty much it man I mean it had is she dead by the way which one ah. Which one? Here we go. Jennifer, did she die? Uh, because the, the, the whole the way the, the if we're gonna follow the timeline of things, she's mm-hmm. in prison telling the story, and it cuts to a, a accurate a, like a real life version of Jennifer. Like she didn't always look this bad. Mm-hmm. So is she not dead? So I think she died, quote unquote, in the sacrifice, but she became. I think she's like. Well, no, that doesn't make sense. She wouldn't be a half demon hybrid like needy at the end. Like she should be full demon, right? And then she gets stabbed in the heart with a a clickable razor blade thing, where the blades would snap off if you stab. It's somebody a box cutter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They, they come in a way that you can snap off the blades as mm-hmm. it gets dull. Uh, but that's what she stabs in the heart with, and I guess it works. No, yeah, fine. Yeah, you know this. Yeah. you know that's a good point. Is she dead? She has the characteristics of a zombie. She has to eat flesh to survive, maintain herself, right? To survive. Not to mention, like she came back from being dismembered, right? And healed herself. Yeah, I like the little X Men jab they put in there. <laughs> <laughs> that she was able to heal uh, Wolverine style. Like, yeah, it's kind of X Meny, right? Yeah. Uh, look at you, funny. That's the Diablo Cody dialogue, man. Right? Yeah. yeah. So basically, from what we understand, is Jennifer didn't die because. She her body can, did. Her body did. Okay. But Jennifer's the demon body. they summon. So were they trying to summon a demon? Well, or no, the, the demon is a punishment for the innocent. Okay. Here's, okay, here's something right. that I do Never understand. Trying to summon riches is what it seemed like. Well, here's what something I do understand from based upon like some theories on different types of demonic possession in some shape. Like for instance, the werewolf, the werewolf life lycanthropy is based upon uh, in three different ways: either curse or by. Uh, Injection, injection for via saliva or whatever else have you, right? And, and it gets all mangled and stuff in different variations. But um, originally, I think it was it was based upon the uh, possession of the person that's doing something they shouldn't be doing. Basically, at the very beginning, and that's how they become a werewolf. Oh, like uh, like you shouldn't buy like a, sh- a short, skinny white dude trying to play basketball. Sure, you shouldn't be doing no. that. Now no, you're that's, a werewolf. That's genetics. Okay, <laughs> in the movie, that was genetics. Okay. <laughs> Um, but I think like the, <laughs> some of the older versions of the the possession for werewolves, it were like anthropy was you shouldn't lick rainwater from a, the footprint of a wolf, or you shouldn't uh, do something along that line. You shouldn't stuff. join the companion guild in Skyrim. Come on, <laughs> everyone did. Too deep. Okay. Everyone did. All right, everyone's a werewolf. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. I don't know. I feel like I had a lot more complaints, but it's all fading because also who cares? <laughs> it's Jennifer's body. I, I I did enjoy Jennifer's body. Maybe mm-hmm. that's all it was, basically. Jennifer's body, but it wasn't Jennifer. Was this was this a play on, on her being sexy? Like we just need to Oh, most get definitely. Her. But you said it was written by a chick. I thought it was gonna be some dude like saw her in uh 
you know, the Transformers like we gotta we gotta get her clothes off. I think the whole idea behind it was is like the Jennifer's body was basically her becoming the killer, which you normally you see you don't see the woman as a killer unless you watch Species or or whatever is healthy. I think that was the whole point about it. It was like having the girl become the hunter. Huh. Yeah, in the horror genre, how many of the antagonists are females? There's Sleepaway Camp. Okay. In the slasher genre, but she's actually a guy. Same you find out at the end. Okay. Doesn't help. Um, species, she's an alien. Right. But she's not really a girl. She's just an alien that took the form of a woman. Yeah. Um, I, I saw the first species. That was that was the uh, she pl- also played the wife in the whole nine yards. Natasha Henstrich. Yeah, she was uh she was married to Johnny Tedeschi. You did Bruce Willis. Mm. Uh, the, oh yeah. The, the yeah. Let's see, horror female bad guy. Well, The Exorcist. It's a demon that possesses a little girl, okay. so you can't really. Huh. Let me look this up. Then you got me intrigued, Adam. Oh, the nun, I guess. But that's a no. The no, no, no. So the, remember, I told you in the nun, the demon only takes shape of its surroundings oh, to, right, to right, scare right. you based on what you already know. So because it's a a, a coven, uh, no, what are the yeah a coven? Yeah, he, it took the form of, of of a scary nun to scare the other nuns. Mm. Huh? Horror. And don't forget, this female. was done in 2009. This movie had been made at the time. What about you? Have you seen a lot of these uh, awful uh, horror movies? Uh huh. Uh-huh. Uh, I mean, horror movies. Carrie. Uh, Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a big one. Uh, the ring, Samara from the Ring. Yeah. Oh yeah. The, Originally the, the from the calls out of the TV. Uh, that's a Japanese movie. Yeah. Audition. I know you've seen Audition. Have I? Yeah, that Jap- that Japanese that uh, J horror movie. You got to tell me a little bit more. Where, uh, I know the Japanese name. The, probably. Uh, this guy, he he's a widow, and his son, his son's like seventeen. He's like, Dad, you got to go. You got to, you know, mom died like twenty years ago. You need to not twenty. Hey, mom's uh-huh. been dead a long time. You need right. to get out there. Uh-huh. So his buddy um, is a is a Broadway musical producer. So he said, like, "Okay, let's have an audition for a new uh, girlfriend." And this yeah. perfect girl comes in, and the guy's like, "Oh my god, her!" And he calls her, and then uh, you find out that she's a fucking psycho. Like she has a guy in a in like a body bag that she tortures. Oh. She she now you have to understand like Korean horror, J- Japanese horror is very very graphic. Okay. Uh, she vomits. Did, she, did she, it tile out the, the the really graphic scenes? No, you see them. Okay, that's just, so that's just the porn. So she, so she, ha- so she picks <laughs> up. So the guy calls her and he's like, "Okay, I'll meet you for lunch at so and so, right?" And she okay. goes, "Okay." And then there's like a black bag in the in the corner, and then it just boom, something in there flips over. Hmm. So she opens it. It's a guy with his like eye eyes like like so, so shut. shut. He has no no hands, no feet. Huh. And then she uh, she sticks her finger down her throat. She vomits into a bowl and feeds it to him. Wow! Yeah, like Jesus. so, like Asian horror is fucking weird, dude. Yeah, was uh, Jennifer's body's on this list. Yeah, of course. Uh, would you consider Misery a horror movie? Never saw it with Kathy Bates. Well, it's based on a Stephen King story. Uh, is that the one that Bruce Willis is coming back in for? <laughs> He's in a bed all all day. Like, oh yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah. All right. More, Bruce, man, this is Bruce Hill. Oh, Bruce the bride, bride of Chucky. Okay. Uh, the, the, from Get Out, the girlfriend and the mom. Yeah. Okay. Oh, but, they're kind of but, oh, yeah, yeah. in the Bride of Chucky. She was a human, possessing possessed by a doll, but it wasn't necessarily the main actress, was it? It was still Chucky was the main actor, the main killer, right? Well, she was a title character in the movie. True. But this is—I'm talking about like um, demonic possession with a slash slashing background. Is there anything like that? Yeah, there's not. A, yeah, there's not a lot of females for a slasher. No, the only one is the sleepaway camp one, but that's actually a man. Okay, who's a who's a woman? So I found this list: 14 female horror movie villains who slay. Number one, Jennifer Check, Jennifer's body. Wow. Maybe that's okay. the reason why. Interesting. Mm. Has there ever been one that's a sl- oh? Duh, fucking Mrs. Voorhees. Oh, Jason's yeah, the, mom the is the killer one. in the first right. um, Friday the 13th. Okay. There you go. That's your answer right there. All right. And uh, in Scream 2, the mom mm. of the first killer is the bad guy in Scream 2. I just, I just had to I hope I didn't give that away. You just did. That's fine. <laughs> uh, do you, you ever wonder... This is a stupid, stupid thought. This is okay. almost a random tangent type of thought. Uh, the movies that we're watching... 
do you think that like uh say aliens i'll take aliens for example aliens alien okay. all of them all of them oh okay alien if if, if if the xenomorph exists and they're watching this movie they're thinking Sigourney weaver is the antagonist <laughs> yes so because so there's a lot of female protagonists in 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 the, in the slasher genre mm-hmm. but from the other perspective of the bad guys so just because I, they're bad guys not mean bad guys kind of yeah. scenario there's, there's not a lot of movies like uh the only one that comes to mind right off the top of my head where the bad guy wins is swordfish where the, the bad guy is the kind of antagonist like protagonist robin like robin hood no because well, Robin Hood basically what he does is he takes from the rich, kills from yeah, the poor. Okay, right. Yeah, kills the poor. So he, he's a thief that takes from people that have money. So technically, if one perspective, he's a he's a thief. Okay. Yeah. No, but, I see what you're saying. Yeah. That's that's a decent point. But I'm talking about like where the bad guy is the winner. Like he he at the end of the movie, the bad guy wins. Technically, if you just consider this one movie by itself and not its sequels, The Empire Strike Back, technically. Han's frozen in carbonite. Luke lost oh, his yeah. hand. Yeah. I mean, technically. They okay. run away. Yeah. If you just look at that right. one. But then that's the bad like, guys win. Most TV series also at the end of the movie. Yeah. In this case, Moriarty is also the uh, the guy that wins in, uh, in the Sherlock's. But mm-hmm. also, if you think about it, a lot of the movies with twists at the end, like in horror flicks, they have a twist where the bad guy comes back or is winning or is going to win. If, if you want to consider this <laughs> a win, uh, Hannibal Lecter... Breaks out of and he goes after Doctor uh, Chillis or right? Chilis, whatever his name is. Chickless. Yeah. Oh, I know. That's um. He will be soon. That's like NYPD Blue. I think I'm having a friend for dinner. Yeah. And that scene. So technically, okay. I, like I mean, it, I like it. If you want a, a bad guy who I, won. I think we need more movies where the bad guy wins. Uh-huh. I, uh huh. John Doe technically wins because he seduces uh, Brad Pitt to shoot him in the head. True. It's in the box. <gasps> What's in the fucking box? Oh, that's one I gotta get Annie to watch. Oh, that's right. That's said, a good you one. You said you, she hasn't seen it. No. Uh, all right. Uh, I think that's it for the bad guys who yeah. win. So I guess this was groundbreaking, si- this movie? <laughs> Simon Gruber almost won. Yeah. yeah. But he fucked up with the Tylenol. Ugh. It's your lucky day. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> so uh, final thoughts? On uh, Jennifer's body? Yeah. Yeah, yours. Hollywood. I kind of, I kind of like it because it's like a dumb, cheesy like mm-hmm. teenager. Te- it's like a dumb cheesy teenage movie. Okay, that happens to have like a demon in it. Just Megan Fox, like I said, has some good comedic timing in it. She's not that bad in it. Everybody fucking tore this movie apart because she was in it. She's not that bad. She's not the worst part of it. She's not the worst part. Of no. It. Worst no. part is the um, Diablo Cody. Yeah. The, <laughs> the writing itself. Right. Um, I just, I don't know. I actually, right. th- I actually like Amanda Seyf- Seyfried. Yeah. She's great in everything. I like her in this a lot. I recognize her in thinking, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad she's here. J.K. Simmons, he was like a waste. Like, whoa. Yeah. You could have put anybody in that role. Right. You could have put Giamatti in that role. Is, Speaking is, of which. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's the same thing like, like last week's mm-hmm. the, um, for Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman and Idris Elba. What? Why? Mm-hmm. What? And why? Mm-hmm. And why again? Yeah, I, I kind of in, I kind of like this movie. Not. Oh, yeah? I mean, I don't enjoy it like like my Friday the Thirteenth, but it's fine. It made more sense than the Unborn, <laughs> <laughs> but but even then, it's, it was still like, what's with this demon? What is? Uh, is it? Is it? What are the rules? What are the rules? Yeah. It, it didn't set up any rules. The, this is the third straight movie where the rules are undefined because in House of Wax, the, the way wax works, yeah, there's, there's no rule there. Yeah. It takes on different positions every time. But in this Jennifer's body, I think the main thing about it was the killing. That was the best part. How she killed him. At least not even mm. visually or like viscerally. I mean, you see it from a shadow for the emo guy. Yeah, and also this demon can shapeshift, I guess, to some degree. Uh, she becomes a, a creature. Her, her jaw drops, locates, and like, ah. Well, yeah, she's got to be able to bite the head somehow. But you don't need... She's basically pulling the innards out and eating them. Why do you need your whole face to open up? Mm. Good mm-hmm. question. What's the point? There's no, There's no point. There's no point. That's true. I don't like it. I, I did not like it. 
Uh, I was very upset by it. The, the only thing that I did enjoy about it was being able to see Megan Fox in the way that we saw Megan Fox. And that was it. Okay. I thought I was, I actually was laughing with the Google, uh, the Google, uh, seance. Right. That was funny for me. I was laughing. Oh, there's another thing that I was confused about. Oh, I really liked when they go, <laughs> they're supposed to be like an indie band, right? And right. they're like, they're like, come on, man. Don't you want to be like Maroon 5? I'm like, Maroon 5? <laughs> don't you want to be like Death Cab or like, fallout boy i guess 2009 was maroon 5 like at the top of the charts maybe yeah but they're supposed to be like an indie band they, they should try they should be striving for like death cab death cab Very, status death cab cutie. yeah what was the other thing you said annoyed you oh yeah okay so th- th- there was a scene where she's killing the emo dude mm-hmm. uh at the oh same the goth time. kid yeah the goth kid yeah, the, yeah the goth kid same shit <laughs> uh and then at the same time uh man is is having sex with her boyfriend uh-huh Oh, is she, is she seeing what's happening over there? How? How? Is she because she's freaking out. She she sees the the dead jock uh-huh. and 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 then Jennifer standing there like a fucking owl. Oh, they the, look like, like vampires crazy. right there. That was crazy. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. But so, what is it that she's seeing? Because she starts freaking out. Like I know what's happening while she's having sex with a dude. So is she seeing the other guy being murdered? I don't think she's seeing that. I think she's putting two and two together that Jennifer killed the the, the football player. I think it's it's undefined. Just another thing to what the fuck happened in this movie. Uh huh. All right. Yeah. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. Like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of them, but we have zero credentials. Now we're going to hear from people who actually have credentials. The critics. Do you want to hear good reviews or bad reviews? Let's go with the good reviews and end with the bad one. Yep. Good reviews. Carrie Darling of the Dallas Morning News says, It's a fun premise. A twist on the usual girl in distress scenario of the standard issue horror film, enlivened by Cody speak. <laughs> Diablo Cody. Enlivened. Uh, Peter Travers of Rolling Stone says, Director Karen Kusama is torn between duty to female empowerment and slasher convention. That's what you were saying. Yeah. That, oh, dude must have wrote it, right? No. But Megan Fox shows a comic flair that Transformers never investigated. Uh, like I said, she has good comedic timing. Yeah. And the last good review, Roger Ebert of the Chicago Sun-Times. Oh, no. <laughs> there is within Diablo Cody the soul of an artist, and her screenplay brings to this material a certain edge and kind of gleeful relish that's uncompromising. This isn't your assembly line teen horror thriller. So the, the, there was a line where the, uh, the, the emo goth kid was uh-huh. like... Uh, or talking about him like, oh, he's he's a tortured person that writes things you don't. That's supposed to be her, right? Okay, I'm guessing. So she pulled a Shyamalan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where my writing's gonna save the world. Yeah. All right. <laughs> and now it's time for bad reviews. Adam Graham of the Detroit News says there are probably worse ways to go out than being devoured by Megan Fox, but the film squanders all the fun from what could have been a hilarious gore-filled romp. <laughs> okay. Jennifer's body come. A- comes across as Diablo Cody light, something she seems to have dashed off in between talk show appearances and updating her MySpace page with her latest <laughs> caustic witticisms. Dude, when they brought up the MySpace page, was MySpace around in, when we were 25? No. We were like out of it at that point, yeah. right? Facebook was coming to be in high school. So MySpace was already a thing of the past. At this time and period, MySpace was for bands. Yes, it was for music yeah, primarily. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Okay, that does make sense then. Finally, the last bad review, Kirk Honeycutt of The Hollywood Reporter says, an unoriginal and mostly unscary horror comedy from, surprisingly, the pen of Diablo Cody. Okay. This is not Quinn Tarantino here. No. People. No. The exact opposite. <laughs> They're making her sound like she's yeah. like the best screenwriter in the world. Or Tarantino can make conversations happen and bring them to life on the screen. Her dialogue is awful. So before I move into the Rotten Tomatoes game, speaking of Tarantino, Tarantino has always said he only wants to do 10 movies and then he's retiring. Right. His next movie is his ninth, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which has an all-star cast. I think I've read the cast to you. It's like Leonardo DiCaprio, Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie. Uh, Burt Reynolds was supposed to be in it before he died. Like, like it's a ton of people who are in this movie. Everyone's speculating what that 10th movie is going to be. And everybody wants him to do like a straight like horror movie. Okay, they want to see what a Tarantino horror movie would look like. Well, wasn't that Planet Terror or Death well, Proof? he did Death Proof, Death but that's Proof. not really like a horror. Like he tried to. That's not really. Was, I wouldn't consider that a horror movie. Okay, but 
people want him to do like like a Friday the Thirteenth esque movie where there's like a guy with a mask going around town killing like young girls. Like everybody wants to see how he would. Like, how do you think that would look? A Tarantino like straight horror movie. Would you be interested? I would be. I would be interested. Uh, I, I'm already disturbed by the um, the killer's fascination with feet <laughs> in, in the movie that hasn't. There you go. Happened yet? By the way, I'm, I'm looking at uh, Diablo Cody for the first time. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Seeing a picture of her, mm-hmm. and it makes sense that she would write this movie. Just based just based on looks, judging like crazy right now. But like, okay, yeah, yeah, I can see she wrote this movie. She used to be a stripper, Adam. I'm also seeing pictures of that. She <laughs> she wrote a book about her memoirs of her being a stripper, and she was a stripper to pay her way through college. Like she, that actually was like a real thing, because you always hear that stereotype, right? She actually did that. Yeah, that's the thing in Westman. Actually, there's a there's a a high a high class uh, call girl. Uh, what do you call them? What are you talking about? Westworld? Uh, uh, West Wing. I'm sorry. Oh, West Wing. West okay. Wing. There's, there's a chick uh, who's actually the uh, the dean of medicine in house. She's paying her way through law school as a escort. Ah. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm sure that they exist, but uh, by and large, if you think they're lying, I think you're you're okay. You're right that. most of the yeah. time. <laughs> now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game. This is part of the show where I make Adam Maestro guess the score of the Rotten t- of the movie based on its Rotten Tomatoes score. For those of you. Uh, of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from zero to hundred amongst critics and the audience. Zero to fifty nine is rotten, sixty to eighty four is fresh, and eighty five and up is certified fresh. What would you like to guess first, the critics or the audience? Uh, it's the critics. Okay, I'm gonna go. Well, I'm gonna go low on both, but just like, <laughs> like how low does it go? As far as critics go, they they, they can't sink their teeth in anything. I feel like uh, it's a lot of just you're trying too hard type of stuff. I'm going to go 21%. Okay. 21? Yeah. I'm going to go for a uh, Oh, high... 23. Oh. Megan Fox's age at the time. Okay. Wow. <laughs> I'll go for 40. 44%. Wow. Look what? at that. And now the audience. The critics? That was the critics. Mm-hmm. You know what that means, right? And now the audience. That means I don't know what I'm going to do now with the audience. <laughs> uh, How many Diablo Cody fans are there in the Oh, world? that's 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 a thing. That's going to be a thing. Shit. You go first, Maestro. Um, you know, I'm going to aim for just like a 10% boost, so I'm going to go for 50 even. I will give myself a 10% boost as well with 33. 34%. Wow. <laughs> well done, sir. All right. That's better. <laughs> uh, Paul Giamatti wasn't in this. He's been in a lot of the movies we've done, and since we love him, we decided to ask, what role, what role would Giamatti have had in the movie? I don't know. J.K. Simmons? I guess. That's two straight movies where we don't know where to put him. Like, yeah. There's no role for him. Because nobody should be in this movie. <laughs> Not even if, if we uh, can, Peter if, Pratt? Yeah. <laughs> if we could do the whole uh, take him and age him to the appropriate thing, he, I think he the could be the boyfriend. Goth- oh, yeah. He'd be good as the boyfriend if he was age appropriate for it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now it's time for trivia. This is part of the show where I give out little bits of facts or info you may not know about the movie. The waterfall that goes nowhere is the Devil's Kettle at Judge Magny State Park in Minnesota. The water disappears into a glacial pothole. Oh, that's a real thing. Mm -hmm. Hershey's chocolate syrup was used for Jennifer's black vomit scene along with the use of CGI animation. All right. The screenplay for this film was featured in the 2007 Blacklist, a list of the most liked unmade scripts of the year. Oh. What? <laughs> what? The Blacklist. What? The most liked unmade scripts. Somebody saw this and said, oh, yeah. There's a reason. We got to figure out how to make this. There's a reason they're not made, though. Maybe we just leave him there. <laughs> That's a good point. Finally, to prepare for her role as a possessed living dead teenager, Megan Fox lost around 15 pounds, bringing her weight down to a near frail 97 pounds and stayed out of the sun. So she was trying to be Daniel Day, dude. She was trying no, to be she, method. She's methoding? <laughs> wow. I want to see him in a horror. How the fuck would he be in a horror movie? He'd be Daniel Day-Lewis? 
have him imagine Daniel Day Lewis playing someone who's like the Red Dragon. Do okay. you see? Oh, oh, that would terrify the entire cast because <laughs> he would be. Yeah, because he stays that character. <laughs> oh no! How would that work? Damn! <laughs> it would. It wouldn't get to production. <laughs> you, you might actually kill somebody on set. Yeah. You, oh yeah, you can't. You can't. Somebody that's that method, you can't dive that deep into somebody that's that dark. Okay. No. Uh, after as that's what they say, kill Heath Ledger, right? He, he delved too deep. Oh yeah, into the Joker. Mm-hmm. Finally, money makes the world go round. We want to put this film into perspective with other films that were released this year, so we can get a feel financially how well this film held up to its peers. The budget for Jennifer's Body sixteen. One six sixteen million. It's the same amount as the last week movie, mm-hmm. and the potential age of what she was supposed to be in the movie. <laughs> it's right. mm-hmm. Give me your guess for its total worldwide gross. This is the box office. Box mm-hmm. office gross. Ooh, um, sixteen. Ooh, I'm, I'm going to stick with my uh, theme for the night. I'm going to say twenty three because I was her age at the time. Okay. Sixty four. In the U.S., this grows $16.2 million. Okay. Overseas, $15.3 million. Oh, brings uh, total gross of $31.5 million. Okay. I was half to half my own thing. Ah. Yeah, but you went over. Sorry. <laughs> Price is right rules. You're out. <laughs> What's the... Is that the noise on uh, Price is right when you don't get it right? I don't know. I haven't seen that in so long because I have a job. <laughs> I'm not at home all day. Uh, this film debuted in fifth place. <laughs> On the weekend of September 18, 2009, with $6.8 million. I was there. I, I contributed to that $6.8 million. I hope you proud of yourself. Number one that week, Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs. <laughs> that was fun. That was a fun one. According to Box Office Mojo, this is the 39th highest grossing film in the category horror slash comedy. There was a big emphasis on comedy. Number one is bullshit in this category. Uh, Club Dread. No. Nice. <laughs> you know what that is? Yeah. Okay. Oh, because Super Troopers. Super Troopers. Yeah, man. Okay. In your eyes, is that what a slasher movie is to you? Like something that dumb? Yes. That's yes. The, their they take on it? it? They nailed it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Any guesses what number one in horror comedy could be? When I tell you the answer, you're going to be like, what? Horror comedy. Ghostbusters? Yep. Ah. Oh. That's not a horror movie. No, it's not. It's a comedy it's that comedy. has right. no, it's, horror-ish it's elements. Comedy. Yeah. Finally, uh, Jennifer's Body was the 118th highest grossing film of 2009. Number one that year, same as last week, Avatar. Right. So uh, where that's can with you... the, uh, the the firebenders and the, uh, the earthbenders. <laughs> Which one? Avatar. The, I, the movie you love so much? This is his movie. So uh, what can you get from Amazon that's related to Jennifer's body? Oh, boy. Maybe you can uh, get some uh, rituals. Oh, you yeah. Wanna... You get that knife. Yeah. Get some... You can buy a knife. You can buy a... Uh, Old school book. I'm sure you can buy a pentagram of some kind on there. Right. What else can you buy? This evil, demonic stuff. Maybe you can get a, uh, a fake electrical outlet that sparks to cause fires. <laughs> Oh, you can buy your favorite emo indie band's yes. album from mas- Amazon.com. A lot of mascara. Mm-hmm. Lot of mascara. mascara, that's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. You can buy it from Amazon.com. That's true. If you do that, before you go to Amazon, go to our website first, click on the banner. It takes you to Amazon. You do your shopping as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra. <laughs> but it helps support the show. Oh, nice. That's 2009's Jennifer Body. Jennifer's Body, directed by Karen Kusama. Check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to the YouTube channel, Rat Pack Productions. Write to us via email at spoilers at ratpackpodcast.com for any questions, opinions, and movie requests. Please rate and review the show on iTunes so it can help us in the rankings. If you leave us a review on iTunes and leave us a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week, we're out of uh, Halloween Oktoberfest. Yeah. But uh, do we have a pick already? We don't have, we don't have a pick. Okay. So we have an open spot and then it's our thankful series. So uh-huh. to remind the listeners, the thankful series is we do good movies or – the, what the what the person yes. whose uh, slotted is their their perception of a good movie is? So up up first is Maestro. But oh. that, that'll be two weeks from now. Okay. 
So do have an open spot. We'll try to fill it. All right. And then our thankful series is coming. Maybe a palate cleanser from the uh, from the horror genre. Uh-huh. We'll see. We'll see. We'll, we'll talk about it. Uh-huh. And, uh, yeah, so uh, the thankful series are coming up. I have a few options. Okay. I didn't even thought about mine. Damn. I do you remember what your guys' thankful movie was last year? Yes. Man of Tai Chi, I think it was, right? Was it? I think I did A Few Good Men. You did Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. You did Tucker and Dale versus oh, Evil. Oh, yeah. I did, uh, oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. Oh, great big fat person. All right. You, should I try it again? So. Okay. Start thinking. Oh, wait. Oh, if you can that was my birthday pick. Person. Yeah, that was your birthday that, that's pick. That's what it was. That's oh, and then his birthday pick's coming up, too. Oh, that's His right. two, his oh, two spots. Oh, back to back. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> yeah. Two months in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Were you so, possessed by a demon right there? Or, uh, <laughs> this is not Jennifer's body. Oh, wait. Is that why you weren't here on the last episode? Huh? Did, were you kidnapped by an indie band? No. Uh, that's that's, that that would have been nice. But uh, <laughs> no, I was kidnapped by school. Oh. Okay. Yep. Hmm. High school? <laughs> Good one. <laughs> okay. So until next time, this is Hollywood. I'm Maestro. I'm Adam. I'm Adam.